0: What's up, Yankee fans? We are back with another episode of Yankee Crazy Podcast. And this past weekend, Cleveland series, if you didn't see it, you didn't Google it, (laughs) Yankees split, and we're getting so spoiled as Yankee fans, just expect them to dominate and beat everybody, but Cleveland's a really good team. There's a good chance Yankees face them in the playoffs, and... They at least got the split. There were things in there that were good, bad, and ugly. And we're going to get right into it, take a quick break, be right back. Hey guys, quick message for you. It is Greg Nettles' birthday, August 20th, the greatest Yankees third baseman. That's right, I said it. He is in my book. I know a lot of people want to fight me on that one, but... It's very sentimental that I call him my favorite all-time Yankee. You know, reason why I wore number nine, played third base, always wanted my name instead of being G-R-E-G to be G-R-A-I-G. So, everybody, give him a shout, even if it's having a toast. Raise your glass, Tuesday, August 20th, Greg Nettles. The best, the best. I'm actually sending him a birthday card because I want to get him on the show, number one. Um, No, number one, I want to send him a birthday card because I found his address. Number two, I would love to get him on the show. That would be sick. But happy birthday, Greg Nettles, greatest third baseman ever. All right, and we are back. So this series started out very (laughs) bad. That first game was just horrible, horrible game. I had to shut it off at certain points it just it got ugly quick Chad Green the opener and you know crazy stat is that the Yankees are they were I think they were 12 and 1 with an opener and I've never liked this opener thing I've always been more of a traditional um Person who wants to see the, um, you know, I want to see, like, a regular five-man rotation. These openers are something new and interesting, and they've been effective. And when they work, it's great. When they don't, (laughs) you get a little bit crazy. So that first game, Yankees lose 19-5. to Green just didn't have it early. I think he got one out in the inning, gives up the grand slam. They take him out. And Brandon Loa Saiga, who I was really interested to see, he pitched okay. First time back off the IL. Uh, you know, still still getting established. And he's a guy that they talked about now, instead of being a starter, that they are going to look to him to be a reliever, and it's interesting because he reminds me, just body type, of Mariano Rivera. And looking at him, I said, you know, that's what they did with Mariano. Mariano Rivera was originally a starting pitcher and just didn't have it, and they went, put him, obviously, as everybody knows, as a reliever, and the rest is history. So, I don't know, maybe Loa Saiga can... Do the same and have some luck as a reliever, hopefully. Chance Adams. Man, Chance Adams is a guy that is so scary when he's in. Um, I, I just, Yankees have given him a lot of chances, and I just feel that it's the end. I think the Chance Adams experience, experiment is over. And he was a guy who was highly touted. He was supposed to be an amazing starter, one of their top prospects, and he's just never really found his footing in the big leagues. So, I don't know, that might be the last we see of him. You know, this game, also, it was really, really horrible. It was it was ugly, and we see another Yankee position player pitch, Mike Ford, it's you know, when you get to that point it's it's such a laugher and it's it's very embarrassing. Really don't like that, but I can understand how they wanna save the pitchers. You know, you've got a whole series coming up against Cleveland, and in game one you don't want to blow everybody. So I can understand it. I don't like it, but what are you gonna do? Scary part of that game was when Aaron Judge went diving for a ball, and he kind of rolled his wrist underneath him, and it was a little scary there for a second. I said, oh, great, here we go. Judge is going to be going onto the IL, but luckily he didn't, and he was, he's been slumping a little bit, and a lot of people are saying, you know, is he still injured? But this series, we also saw him break out and pull the ball, had a couple of... You know, really good games offensively. And that's good to see because they need Aaron Judge. And whether he's still hurting from that oblique core injury, we don't know. But good signs of him hitting. And speaking of that, I'm, you know, there's this whole analytics thing where they talk about putting your best hitter, you know, second. Uh, you know, first and second, uh, because they get more at-bats in the game and in the year, and I understand Yankees like Judge in that two-spot, but if you're going to go with those analytics, as far as I know about these analytics now, maybe there's something in there saying otherwise, but if you're going to go with that theory, obviously I love DJ in the the leadoff spot. He is performing amazingly this year, but... Why not put Gio Urshela second? Gio Urshela is very close to having the minimum at-bats you need to win a batting title. And right now, I believe he was two points ahead of DJ. Those guys are like at 336 and 334. So why not, you've been putting Urshela all over in in the lineup. Why not have it DJ, then Gio, and... Then judge, and like I said, I don't know enough about these analytics. But if that's what your theory is about putting your top hitters in the top of the lineup, why not do that? Judge slumping a little bit, uh, you know. Maybe they want to keep his confidence, and they don't want him to get mental about this and go into more of a slide. But I don't know. At some point, you gotta you gotta do this if you want to go by the analytics. If you want to be an analytic analytic run team then fully immerse yourself into it. Not sure about that. And you know, if you are an analytics person and you want to write in and give us the the exact take, because there there's so many analytics these days and I can I can get behind some of it. I can understand of it understand it, but I still like the as I'm calling it, the Joe Tory and old school feel of a game and to manage like that and run a team. Sometimes you gotta do that on feel. My opinion, obviously. <laughs> my show, I'm the host, and that's my opinion. But you can reach out to us and let us know. Email yankeecrazypodcast at gmail.com. Social media, you can find us all over the place at Yankee Crazy Podcast or on Twitter, Yankee Crazy Pod. Uh, Go to the Facebook page, like us, we need some more people there. Instagram is Yankee Crazy Podcast, and if you're listening on the Anchor app, you can leave us voice memos. All right, so, and we've got some interesting uh, news to add that in a little while, you'll hear a little bit commercial of something new we're doing. All right, so, let's get into game two. Game two, Yankees win three to two, it was like a playoff performance, playoff atmosphere there. Uh, You know, I like the way they manufactured runs. They had, at some point, uh, I think it was, I can't remember who it was. I I think DJ got the hit uh, to, to, to drive in the run, but it was walk, stolen base, hit. You know, that is what I really like about this team. They obviously hit a lot of home runs, but last year it was like they were just only waiting for the home run to happen with that team. It was all or nothing. And this team, they're doing it more. They're, they're getting the job done playing small ball like that. Tanaka. Tanaka, great performance by him. Really, really love seeing that because that was playoff Tanaka. And that's what the Yankees need going into the postseason. Gardner. Brett Gardner, his defense is still there and I really, really love the fact that they have him in the outfield. And here's a guy who was, you know, maybe going to be their fifth outfielder when they signed him last year and, you know, a lot of people talk about it was a waste of money signing him for, I think it was $9.5 million, something like that. And they're like, oh, they could have got him for less. But you've got to love this guy's leadership and his defense. And he's been getting it done offensively. You know, still at the same average that he is. He's never really been a high average guy, but getting a lot out of Brett Gardner. Really like it. And now it looks like they have the rallying cry of him banging the bat on the roof, which he got kicked out of in game three. And we're going to get into that in a second, but really like Chapman. Chapman worked, uh, what was it? Five, like, five out of seven games this past week. And really love the fact that he's hitting 102 to finish that game two for the win. Game three, Yankees won 6-5. to five. He came in, and he's looking jacked. I don't know if he's, like, doing even more uh, lifting during the season. Or is maybe he's wearing a tighter shirt. But I was like, wow, dude, I hope you're not on PEDs because... He was looking really ripped. And on the on Game 3, when he came in to save that, he hit 103 on the gun to end that game. So, really like saying that, especially on, it was Mariano Rivera Day, where Yankees honored Mariano Rivera, as we know, got inducted into the Hall of Fame. And really, really cool to see. He's such an awesome guy. Mariano Rivera is he's such a cool guy. Really like what he's... All about, and obviously on the playing field and off the playing field, he's got a I believe it is called a refugee center that he is building in New Rochelle, New York, my old hometown, and just can't you can't say enough about Mariano Rivera. He's just an amazing, amazing guy. Other parts of Game Three. What is up with these umpires? that they are bringing up from AAA for umps who are taking vacations. Yes, that is true. There are umps taking vacations during the season, which
1: I guess maybe if
0: you have kids and you want to take a summer vacation with your kids, they're doing this, but I don't know. This is the first I've heard of it, and maybe because there's so many bad calls going on. The umpiring for the Yankees has been horrendous. You know, and now with the box, you know, they put the 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 K Zone box on all of the T V broadcasts and you now you really see how bad this can be. Yankees getting a lot of bad calls and game three definitely had bad calls going on both sides. But you had a day where camera so this if you missed it, Camera Maven had a really Bad pitch on the outside part of the plate that he got rung up on. He goes into the dugout and is, you know, mouthing off, has some some choice words. And the thing about this is, the ump, it wasn't um, Cuzzy, because Cuzzy was behind the plate on game four, but he was at first base, Cuzzy. And I think the other guy was May. I don't even want to give them credit because uh, the umps should just be non, um, should have no notoriety. They should just be umps and it's getting, looking to the point where they should start doing robot umps because these calls have been so bad. But this was a guy who was up from AAA and he's looking into the dugout and the umps, some people brought this up on Twitter and I agree. The umps need to just focus on the game, okay? They need, They don't need to be staring into the dugout. If you hear stuff, okay, you can try and throw somebody out. Or, you know, if you can tell, recognize that, you know, remember with Brett Gardner, how they threw him out and it wasn't even him. It's, Yankees have been getting a lot of bad calls. And yes, that you know, that game, you've got Aaron Boone getting thrown out, he comes out, he's tossed, and then, after that, Brett Gardner takes the bat, which is getting to be his thing, and he starts hitting the top of the dugout, which, you know, it's kind of like the his, his, his protest, <laughs> that is the Brett Gardner protest that he's doing, and now, like I brought up, Aaron Judge did that yesterday when he got a hit, and... Brett Gardner's been doing that on uh, roll call when you know the the bleacher creatures call out to everybody. So it's in a way it's kind of funny, and in a way it's kind of um, I don't know. Some people are looking at it as a negative, and you know you could look at it like that and say you know there's kids watching and it's not good that he's like you know been this this year he's really been on a warpath with. Slamming his bat through his helmet. I remember when he threw his helmet and it came back and hit him in the lip and he had to get stitches. So you could look at that um, and say, not good to show kids, but you could also talk about Paul O'Neill. He was he used to go off on the warpath all the time hitting water coolers and, and being really, really, um, <laughs> really animated about. Uh, some bad calls, etc., or bad call, or what bad stuff he would do on himself. So, this is this is tricky because you know that bat hitting the roof is kind of Gardner's protest, I think. So it's you know it's kind of not showing great things for kids, but in another sense, it is a form of protest. So he's doing that. First base ump, who was then behind the plate, yes, in yesterday's game. He throws out Brett Gardner for doing that, and here's the thing. There is nothing against that, but it seems that going around the league with these umpires, they are watching the Yankees like Hawks for anything like this, and Aaron Boone brought it up, and he said that he's not aware of any rule that says you cannot do that, and it just seems that the umps are really triggered, and they are watching the Yankees even more closely than other teams. So Gardner gets tossed. He comes out to protest it and yell. And then CeCe also. He comes out and he gets tossed. And the funny thing is, who was at first base was this guy, Cuzzy, And he was behind the plate yesterday. CeCe comes off the IL to pitch. So it was a really, really crazy scene. And we'll see if this this bat this this ghost bat this <laughs> this move that Aaron Judge did is going to be the rallying cry for the Yankees as the season winds down you know the way that it used to be with the the thumbs down with um with Todd Frazier um and then they were doing the four and it's it's always something something always comes up so i think it's kind of funny i think if, if that becomes their their rally sign, I think it'll be pretty funny. (laughs) I think it'll be good, but (laughs) maybe not so much to be showing the kids out there. Anyway, game three, getting back to that one. uh, Yankees win 6-5, to another really nice win there. And game four, Yankees end up losing that one. Pretty lackluster, did not really see much until late in the game when they start scoring some runs. Uh, CC not a bad start coming back from the IL. He keeps it at 4-0, and then kind of the bullpen, giving up runs here and there. Finally, it's an 8-4 game. But it's a series where you got to say, all right, Cleveland is a very, very strong team, and this is what's going to happen. You know, this is playoff baseball. The Yankees are not going to dominate everybody. They have tests coming up. They are going into Oakland, playing a three-game set this week. It's going to be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And Oakland's playing really good baseball. That's uh, Oakland's crazy. I feel like Oakland starts off the se- the season not doing very well, and then they heat up. It's, it's uh, something pretty amazing. And Billy Bean still there. Um, I don't know. Is he still their GM or does he move up to the front office? Either way, they just come back. They really, really come back and play well in the latter parts of the season. So this is going to be another test. You know, Yankees on the road. Long flight out to the West Coast that they did yesterday. If you saw anything on social media, they had those shirts made with the Savages. Um, Pretty funny. Uh, I don't know if that's the kind of thing that C.C. had done. Uh, he likes to do those things for road trips, make everybody different shirts, um, which is cool. I like when C.C. does that because that's my kind of thing. That's that's something I would be really super stoked on. But the picture's pretty funny. And if you've been watching, there is a guy who got a lot of notoriety from the Savages, which I talked about last week, a uh, guy named John Boy. And he is just blowing up his social media is blowing up a lot of people saying that MLB should hire him and really really cool stuff that he has um that he puts out his content and one of them was a breakdown of the picture of them all the Yankees on the plane and the funniest part of it you go find him on on Twitter and look up and he talks about like oh look at this guy posing here and this guy doing that and one of the funniest things he brought up was DJ. DJ is not in the picture and he's got his back towards everybody and you just see the side of his head and it's pretty funny that DJ's not involved and he seems like a kind of the kind of guy who's just like, I just play baseball, that's it. Maybe he is really, as his nickname is, Le Machine. <laughs> Maybe he's like like the 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 T101 that was uh, wasn't that the, the model in uh, Terminator. Of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Maybe maybe DJ LM really is le machine and uh, a robot. Maybe he is. And he he doesn't understand being part of something like that. (laughs) Either way. It's pretty funny. I like that dude. Really, really my favorite player right now in the Yankees. So. That's it guys. That is a wrap. On the Cleveland series. And like I said we you know we might have to start a new thing about the good the bad and the ugly. We might have to do that as a segment each after each series um you know and if you're if you're like well what's you know people might not know what the good the bad the ugly is and that was a Clint Eastwood movie um back in the day that was one of his spaghetti westerns and if you haven't seen it it's a classic go watch the good the bad and the ugly it's it's just famous famous Movie. It's kind of like a standard. If you're a Clint Eastwood fan, then you had to have seen it, right? I would imagine. Go watch it seriously, and then you'll 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 be able to have the whole the full gist of the reference of when people say the good, the bad, and the ugly. But maybe we'll start that that segment. So we could wrap it up with that. The good Yankees split the series. That was. That was definitely probably the biggest good. Um, Chapman doing playing really well, and that's a really important. I think that was really, really good to see that he's pitching well because they're going to need him. And in those tight games, you know, protecting a one-run lead. Got to love that. The bad was, let's see, what was the bad? Maybe all the ejections or you know what the ugly is going to be, right? Maybe the bad is the the umpiring. The umpiring was really bad at certain points. And then the ugly. The ugly was that first loss and Mike Ford having to pitch. So that's it. Yeah, I think you know what? I think we just created a new segment. And I'm sure there's been other shows that have done this, right? This probably is not new or cutting edge. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll check it out. I'm sure someone else has done it. But we're going to steal it. You know, just like the Mario 5. We, you know... Basically kind of stole that too. (laughs) In a way, in a way. You know, we definitely changed it a lot. But here's another thing, guys. If you want to support us, we are on now patron.com. And patron.com is a pretty cool website for creators like us here at Yankee Crazy Podcast. And it is spelled, if you go to www, if you want to support us, it is at patron.com. Dot com. And you spell patron, P-A-T-R-A-O-N. No, wait, oh shoot, did I, did I misspell it? <laughs> you know what, I think we gotta take a break because it's spelled a little bit differently. So, you know what guys, we're gonna take a break, come back, and then I'm gonna give you what the real spelling of patron is. Hold on. Hey, what's up guys? Just a little quick one for you to go out and buy David Cohn's book, Full Count. You've been listening to the show. You know. we Give a shout out for David and his new book, Full Count. It's amazing. Go buy it. All right, guys. We are back. And I looked up what Patron was. I should have known it, but oh <laughs> well. So if you want to go support us, you go to patron.com, which is dot com, And really cool website and you can support creators on that and we are on if you go to patreon.com and you look up Yankee Crazy we have 3 separate tiers that you can support us on and with those tiers it's a monthly charge there's a lot of bonuses you get and i'm going to run through all of them next episode when i have them written down in front of me <laughs> should have been prepared for this but One of the things, if you want to go on to—and the three tiers are the Babe Ruth tier, the Aaron Judge tier, and the Mariano Rivera tier. So, different levels, different price points. Go check it out. And if you want to do a monthly fee to charge us and support us—you know, back in the day, guys like Michelangelo was supported by the church— they The church used to be patrons of all these guys, and they used to give them money to do their art, and that's what patron is all about. And if you want to help support us and run this show, um, like I said, a lot of benefits to it, including one of our top tier, an in interview on the show. And other ones are being able to give us a call here in the studio and talk to us about the Yankees. Uh, also live in-game texting, and a few other things. So go check it out if you are interested. And like I said, three tiers, three different price points, and be great if we had some patrons out there, and we would give you shout-outs every show. So that's it, guys. That's going to wrap it up for us. Hope you can watch this Oakland series. If you are on the East Coast, then they are going to be late games, which... I never enjoy the late games because I don't really get to see a lot of them. Um, but we're on the West Coast, so that that we're able to handle that. And it's they're still later games here. I love having the four o'clock games for a seven o'clock start. That's really beneficial. But anyway, hope you get to see them at least parts of them. I know if you're on the East Coast, you gotta get your sleep. But you know this is this is getting to the end. This is the end of the season. So. Stay up a little bit later, watch the games, and hopefully the Yankees can go in and show some really good fight against the A's, who, like we've been talking about, have a really good team this year. All right, guys, that is all. Have a great series, and let's go Yankees.